Welcome to the Carousel, the number one show for all the latest news, rumors, and scoop in the college basketball coaching carousel. Uh, Adam Gordon here, joined as always by Brian Burton, All Access Network. Uh, good afternoon, Brian. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. We pushed back a little bit, but uh, it's a beautiful time. We got some snacks going with the little one and a little nap time, so we're good to go. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, as always, not here to uh, celebrate anybody's jobs, you know, being open or people losing their jobs. We've all been there. You coach long enough, you're going to find yourself in that position. Um, yes, we're just simply here to talk about, you know, what's out there, what we've heard, um, what we think. Uh, and if you, we want this to be interactive, so we want to hear what you've heard and think. So please drop us comments, shoot us a DM, text us anonymously on the hotline, 662-418-9031, a.k.a. my cell phone. Uh, and let's jump into it, Brian. What do we got? Hotline bling. Hotline bling. I like it. Wes Miller. So, so yeah, broke last night, and I swear we should just do impromptu like shows because – you texted me like yesterday morning or maybe even the, the afternoon before, like you heard this was coming yeah. down. I swear, I swear we get the scoop first. It's just not on our show days. Um, <laughs> right. But uh great hire. Uh, you know, everyone was kind of wondering what high major job uh, West Miller would go with after not getting North Carolina and bam, all of a sudden Cincinnati comes open. This is, is this a steal for them? Uh, definitely a terrific hire. I mean, a guy who was pretty close to being a head coach at North Carolina. Uh, he lands at Cincinnati, but definitely a high-level program. Great, great get for them. Uh, and they didn't waste a lot of time. I mean, the thing about this, I don't know if it's the Zoom era or because people don't have to come to campus, you know how to do those arrangements, but people are getting a lot of these jobs done a lot faster than it seems like they have in the past. Yeah, yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Um, and – how about the American Conference? Just the coaching is just pretty dang good. Yes, uh, you think about the guys that have now you got West Miller there, you've got UConn, uh, Wichita State with Isaac Brown. Pretty good, um, pretty good group of coaches in that league. Yeah, Coach Huff, Cabral Huff tuning in. We appreciate you listening as always. Wes is a great guy, um, and I think he'll do well there. I do. It'll be interesting to see what he does with his staff. And congratulations, and congratulations real quick to Coach Huff on his championship season in year one as a head coach uh, at the college level, NAI uh, Voorhees College. Shout out. Yeah, to Voorhees. They, they, they won a conference championship still in the national tournament, right? That's Yeah, they went to the national tournament. I think they lost by one, if I'm not mistaken, by one possession, if not one, uh, in the game that they lost. I think they won a game in the national tournament as well. So a lot of, lot of love for Cabrera Huff, one of the best guys in the business and Always showing love, man. He's on every Zoom, every podcast. If you ever want to know who's what's going on, really, you, you sh we probably should have Cabrell Huff on one day to have him. He may have more scoops than all of us. <laughs> Cabrell Huff to UNC Greensboro? Is that – Ooh. are we starting that rumor Ooh. here today? Oh, right right do we need to do a Cabrell Huff watch like we do <laughs> now? <laughs> uh, what, what do you think Wes Miller does with his staff? You think he's uh, – you've seen a few guys get jobs and they've brought everybody. Uh, yeah. Ryan Odom. Yeah, shout UNBC, out to Just did that. Took um, his whole staff to Utah State. You know, that's where, like, regional-type stuff comes into play. Um, you know, North Carolina and Cincinnati, obviously different regions of the country. 
What do you think he does there? Yeah, I'm just going to, um, as a former coach, I'm going to vote for the bring the whole staff. Yeah, I always love it. Yeah, yeah, I always love it. I love it. It's like you said, we all love the, as former coaches, we love the promotion from within, right? Um, mm-hmm. we, we love those too. So we're going to say uh, hopefully he does that with his staff. Because yeah. he got a championship staff. They won multiple championships there, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And with the portal now, I just feel like you can get the local kids because you're doing a good job uh, being connected, but I just think that the portal changes a lot. So recruiting right. is so different now that you don't necessarily have to have the same exact recruiting ties to area that you used to have to have. Here's my question, Brian, about that. Uh and I know teams are going to do it just because people are victims of like, oh, this is what we've always done. Right. But when the NCAA opens it up in July, are coaches really going to spend thousands of dollars and go sit in a gym for freaking two weeks straight watching high school prospects yes. when they have no intentions of, of signing any high school prospects? Like, Yes, because they, they may just sign one. Because the thing I know about coaches, when there's an early signing period, you can't sign guys from the portal. And coaches still like to sign guys in the early signing period. So whether it's junior college or high school, I think that's the biggest advantage for high school kids is having a good summer so that you can possibly sign in the early signing period. So I don't think it's completely gone. You still see some guys signing from high school. It's just not as many as normal. I just think it's a a waste of money and, like, resources to to do that when you can just watch it all online. You can still – I mean, that's how people are evaluating now. Yeah, so it's harder to do it that way. I, I got another one for you to piggyback what you just said. Are people going to go back to doing official visits? Because people are getting so much done on Zoom. You save right. a lot of money there too, which I, I imagine they probably will, but uh, definitely something to, to toss around. Maybe to some of the schools that don't have the money, they won't. And will it hurt them? Will it help them? Be interesting to see. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Oh, real, real quick on Ryan Odom, uh, the Spartans' all-time winningest head coach, he had 185 wins in 10 seasons in four conference regular season championships. Who's this? Oh, Wes Miller. Yes. Yes. Wes oh, Miller. Yeah. Sorry, Wes Sorry. Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable job. Unbelievable job there. You can see Greensboro and uh, excited for him uh, to see what he can do with the Bearcats. Yep. Um, your guy, Joe Golding. Yes, indeed. Uh, after doing a phenomenal job building Abilene Christian into a perennial champion. Yep. Uh, got the UTEP job. This is like a great fit, isn't it? Phenomenal fit. I don't think it could be any better. Cool to see this happen for him. Cool to see it happen for UTEP, a place that I used to work, and then the guy that I used to work for. Um, just ecstatic for him and his family. Uh, as he said in the press conference, he's a West Texas guy. Uh, he went to Abilene. He grew up in Midland and kind of Wichita Falls area of Texas. So, um, yeah, I think it's a tremendous fit. He's the right guy for the job. He, uh, he already has – Met with the local people at one of the local restaurants at 8.30 this morning. Uh, I think he's going to do a great job kind of connecting to that fan base. And uh, he's not hiring his staff because his staff, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but we can go ahead and get to go there. His yeah, we're going next. Yeah. yeah his associate head coach, uh, Brett Tanner, got the head coaching job at Abilene Christian, which is so cool that they did it the next day. Like they didn't waste any time. The same day that Joe has his press conference, he's having his. So I think that was really cool uh, of Abilene Christian to do that. And then they're keeping the assistant staff, it sounds like, and Joe will have to hire an entire new staff at uh, UTEP. 
Everyone, hurry up. Send your resume to UTEP. Better hurry. <laughs> high level, high level kidding. place. So high level place. Great, uh, great AD. Great, uh, great community. Uh, excited to see what uh, what coach is going to do there. He said it himself on the um, on the press conference too. You know, Abilene took time to build. Obviously, it was a D two going Division one, and they accomplished some crazy, uh, amazing accomplishments and going to the tournament twice and beating Texas this year. But uh, he feels like UTEP is a place you can win right away. I would tend to agree. So excited for him. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, with going back to Brett Tanner taking over at Abilene Christian, um, Brett's been with Joe the whole time, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think the whole time we were Division One. So we were Division Two. Um, the first year, Division One, Brett Tanner came. And so, it, and, and to his credit, going back to Brett Tanner, to celebrate him real quick, uh, was a head coach at Fort Scott in Kansas, I believe, Juco back in the day. Uh, that's where he kind of got connected to Beard. And, um, but he was the associate head coach at Stephen F. Austin, where they had won championships under Danny Casper. And when Casper went to Texas State, Tanner uh, came to Evelyn Christian to work with his best friend and build something from the scratch, which is really hard to do. <laughs> And uh, it's paid off for him, man. He's he's he's, uh, he's the mastermind behind a lot of the defensive stuff they did. Uh, just a great, consistent, hardworking, um, really great coach. So excited for him. It was cool to see the players rally behind him, too. I think one of the players said they weren't going to practice until they officially named him the head coach. And I guess they had practice the next day because they named him the next day. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I saw that uh, on Twitter, like the players were holding out. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if Brent, like, because this has been like everyone knew Brett was going to get the job. This is not like this was not a big secret. Like, um, and so I wonder if Brett called the player and was like, "Yo, chill out. Like, I'm getting the job. There's some things that have to get like take place. We got to sign contracts. Right. It's I need cool. your practice. It's cool to see the players do that, though. That's when you know yeah, it is it is special cool. uh, uh, that they've built and done there, and how much respect and uh, beloved uh, kind of just feelings that they have for him. So I think it's really cool. I'm excited for him. I got to work with him for a year and. I uh, think the world of him as a coach and family man and uh, excited for him to get his shot because he didn't get that shot at Stephen F. Austin. Like he really had a, actually earned there. And it's cool to see him get an even better shot at Abilene Christian now going to the WAC. Okay. Uh, IUPUI finally, after a two-year coaching search, found the guy that's been there all along. Matt Crenshaw. Uh, actually, he, he's not there currently. He was at Ball State. But Matt played at IUPUI, right, and coached there for a long time. Yeah, so, played there. Uh, his jersey's retired. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. He was on a team that they made a transition as well, D two to Division one, and um, he was on the team that went to the tournament under Ron Hunter, who's the head coach at uh, Tulane. And um, yeah, he played with Paul. I mean, George Hill there as well, and uh, assistant at Ball State. Really tied into Indiana. Really knows IUPUI. He was an associate head coach at IUPUI uh, before I. Uh, worked there for a season. Uh, we coached against Ball State. I got to know him a little bit. Great guy. Uh, they run that little matchup zone. I think similar. He's going to bring that back out. I, I've heard him speak on some Zoom clinics. So hopefully he brings back out the matchup zone that Ron Hunter and him went to the tournament in. And uh, he can always, <clears throat> I think it's cool that so many guys are getting a chance to coach their alma mater. So uh, excited for Matt. Well deserved. Uh, kind of one of those guys puts his head down, not a self promoter, just, just works. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, but really, like, come on, we could have done this two years ago. Like, <laughs> right? Like, it's not like he had this big come up I in mean, the last few years. He's been the guy for the job the whole time. 
uh, it's definitely one that's made sense for a long time. But uh, the ins and outs of it—that's what the ads get paid the big bucks for. I'm just happy that uh, happy that they have him coming home and he gets a chance to coach his alma mater because it's one of those unique jobs. It's not necessarily the best job in the league. It's not by far not the worst, but it's a, it has some challenges. And uh, I think he's a guy that can be able to kind of overcome a lot of those challenges and sell the university as good as anybody possibly could and uh, connected to the alumni base, former players. He has a story to tell. So it'll mean a lot to him to get that place going. So I'm excited for him. All right. Uh, okay. We're going with this one last. We got, no, we got news. It actually, it actually is official. He is oh, official. Okay. So I didn't put the thing. Hold on. Yeah. He's official. Yeah. Everyone, Tommy Lloyd, we were just waiting until it became official. Till our our uh, round the clock tech team added his name to the graphic. <laughs> uh, does it have two L's? Did I spell it right? You did. Uh, you did. I apologize. You did. Um, but yeah, congrats to Tommy Lloyd, Gonzaga assistant coach, uh, the coach in waiting up there. Uh, said I'm not waiting anymore. I'm going to to Tucson to take over the uh, the Wildcats. Yeah, big time move. I mean, these these don't, these kind of moves don't happen very often where. Uh, a top level program assistant gets a elite blue blood job in the country. So your first head coaching job at Arizona. Incredible. Welcome to the deep end of the pool, my friend. Incredible. Uh, He'll do great though. He's great. He's a big, big big part of the reason why um, they've been successful at Gonzaga at such a high rate. And uh, it's a big hit to Gonzaga. So Arizona was probably smart to make a big hit to a competitor, but, uh, happy for Tommy Lloyd, and uh, I think he's going to do a great job. And whatever this transitionary period and whatever sanctions they may have to possibly face, he's going to get through whatever is in front of him, and I think he's going to do a tremendous job. Great, yeah, recruiter, great basketball coach. Yeah, hard enough to have your first job be at Arizona. Now you got to throw on an F- FBI <laughs> investigation on top of it. Uh, good yeah. luck, and, and and he'll get and he'll get the. Um, the alumni behind him, um, I know Gilbert Arenas has some uh, outspoken comments about uh, who he wanted. He wanted Damon Stoudemire, which would have been a great choice as well. Uh, but he wouldn't refer to Tommy Lloyd by name, said he wasn't quite qualified. So once you win, you 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 win the alumni back. So Tommy will do a great job of that, I have no, no doubts. And Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas is never afraid to say what he thinks. I'm a big Gilbert Arenas fan. <laughs> He's never afraid. Um. No chill gill is what they call him for a reason. That's right. Okay, UNC Greensboro now probably the best open job at the Division One level. Yeah. Um, oh, hold on. John Beeline, unconfirmed <laughs> that he was at the Greensboro Coliseum earlier this morning. Uh, we're working on getting confirmation there. I don't see John Beeline taking this job, but um, UNC Greensboro is a great job. Uh a great situation. Obviously, Wes Miller elevated it to like from a good job to to great. But yeah. um, you're taking over a program that's won three of the last five championships in their conference. Who do we like for for that one? You get the the comments. Coach Malloy hire from within. Andre Gray, absolutely. You've been seeing this blow up on Twitter the last few days. Uh, would love to see Andre Gray get the nod here, um, Mister Mister Carolina himself. Uh, yeah, what do we think? How do you not? I mean, he, he almost got uh, – he was in the interview process for Western Carolina and was a finalist, didn't get it. Was, he, was he a finalist there? I know, like, Twitter had his name, but, like, did he actually 
Was he, he a finalist? He was in the process. Maybe he wasn't a finalist, but he was in. He was involved. Was he? In the okay, yeah. cool. Good. So, uh, maybe the reason why he didn't get that one is so he can get the even better job in Carolina. So everything happened for a reason. Yeah, I hope he does. I mean, it's been a trend. There's only really one school that I can think of. UMBC, maybe the only one that didn't um, kind of move up. Nate Dixon, um, but everyone else for the most part has moved up the guy after they've won and gotten the next job. So I'm hoping that Andre Gray gets his nod. He deserves it. Yeah, we've talked about this time and time again on the show. Like, if you're a mid-major program and you're winning at a high level, yep, just move the guy up. What are we doing? John yep. Beeline is not – there is no John Beeline watch for your program. No. Uh, <laughs> so hire from within. Um but yeah, let's let's and, for the- and like you said, Mister Carolina too. So I mean, he's been he's been there to win. He's been in the state. No one knows the state better, and uh, he's the right man for the job. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna pushing. So there's some of the some of the names that have moved up. We have uh, David Riley at Eastern Washington moved up as his coach went to Portland. Speedy Claxton at Hofstra. Drew Valentine at Loyola. John Aiken at McNeese State. Uh, Terrence Johnson at Texas State. Greg Young at UT Arlington, Brett Tanner at Abilene Christian. Uh, looks like Jace Colburn, which we'll talk about next, uh, could be doing the same. So Andre Gray, I have no other names. I, I refuse to say any other names. Give Andre. Oh, you refuse? Okay, he's refusing. Andre Gray. Uh, we don't have that kind of juice here, by the way, Brian, where like you refusing to say other names is not going to help Andre get him the job. Uh, for, for me, it helps. It helps my own conscience. Okay, okay. I was gonna say let's throw out some names just just for fun. Like who else could even be in the running? Uh, if you don't want to participate, I'll just do it by myself here. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, let you do it. I'm gonna ISO Andre Gray here. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I trust me, I'm all for Andre. Uh, but just trying to you know give the folks something to, to entertain the people. Entertain yeah, people. just all for all for fun. Um, probably not a good enough job for Lavelle Moton to leave uh, North Carolina Central, but. There's no question it's a better job, right? Um, uh, why is it not? See. Why is it not a good enough one? Because you think he wants to get something bigger, or he should get something bigger? Uh, yeah, I just feel like he. Well, I definitely think he should get like consideration for high major jobs. I don't know why he hasn't left. Obviously, he's happy where he's at. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would just imagine he'd be wanting something bigger, but I don't know. Like, he'd be great. He'd be fantastic. Um, I look at at like that move from UTEP for Golding and uh, some of these other guys who, you know, um, Shante Liggins who moves up to Portland, like it's a, it's a championship level program now. So, I mean, definitely a great, much better job from a resource and pedigree standpoint than the one he's in. Um, So that's, that's definitely an interesting name. Um, I was a little torn when the UTEP thing was happening because I had Golding on one side and Tang on the other. Um, Right. Go right with either one. And I think this is a similar one. It's like, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. You'd like to see the guy inside and be able to get promoted. But yeah, Lavelle Moton would be a great name as well. All right. I'll throw out some other ones for you. Yeah. What's how, you about, got? how about Austin Clanch at Nichols State? Ah, Won championship like at Nichols. I like that. Not easy to do. Um, he'd be great. He'd be uh, really good. He'd be really good. Kind of fits the similar younger. Um, go-getter mentality of the coach that was just there in West Miller. So Austin would be tremendous. So there you go. There's a couple names for you just to just to have something to like think it. about. I like, I like it. 
Um, okay, you want to talk Portland State next? Uh, let's do it. Okay, there's not much to say here, right? We talked pretty, about it the last pretty, few times. Pretty simple. It sounds and it's it sounds like Jace Coburn is gonna get the nod. At least that's what kind of everyone, everything I've heard has said that. Um, so this could just be a timing deal. Have you heard any other names for this? I have not heard one other name, and maybe that's for a good reason. Um, not sure. Okay. Uh, Central Michigan. Anything new there? Thunder Dan Marley. Still yes, I don't know. If, I don't know if you have a. I don't know if you have a John Beeline watch there or not, but uh, pretty quiet. Pretty quiet. John Beeline has not been unconfirmed spotted. I mean, he was. He was at Michigan, so it's kind is of. Is it hard. Kalamazoo? Is Central Michigan in Kalamazoo? No. Uh, yes, it is. It is okay. Central Michigan. Uh, let's look it up. Let's make sure we're. Let's make sure we're correct. Yeah. Well, we John got no Beeline. new rumors there. John Beeline uh, is not on the watch there. Not on the watch there. Arkansas Pine Bluff, anything new there? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing, nothing from the from the hot the tip line or the hotline. No hotline bling on that one. Is there is there any uh, is there Corliss Williamson? Can he come back and do it again? Uh, Ar- Corliss Williamson was at Central, Central Arkansas. Arkansas. I know. Can he come back and do Arkansas's head coaching job again? He could. He didn't have the most successful tenure. He's a, he's a great guy. Um, he didn't have the most successful tenure at Central Arkansas, but um, he's since coached. I think he's been coaching in the NBA since. I think he has too. Yep. Um, and so just, I'm all for guys getting a second shot, but that's not a name that I would that jumps out of me. Um, I don't know. Montez Robinson. How about? I mean. Yeah, we said that one last time. Yeah. Uh, okay, Delaware State. We mentioned Xavier Silas, uh, assistant with the G League Delaware Bluecoats. Yep. He's a great player at Colorado. Played in the in the league for a little bit. Um, he'd be a great fit, great person. He's spoken time and time again. He's actually speaking this weekend, Brian, at our Intro to Coaching Conference. Nice. Uh, which is which is a free event for athletes that are trying to make the jump to coaching. Registration's closed, so uh, if you're not registered, it's too late. Sorry. But we are still looking. We, we're concluding that with a speed interview round. Yeah. Um, and just to clarify, because I got blown up on social media yesterday, like we're not looking for people to like be interviewed. Uh, we're looking for like schools that are looking to hire somebody ah. that are looking to like interview. Connect. Yeah, exactly. We've got about 25 schools already committed to like uh, conduct interviews. So it's, it's pretty cool. Very uh, cool. But we still have spots for a few more. If you're looking to hire, hit me up. If you're just looking to get hired, you just join, get in line. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, but registration is closed for this event, so there's you have to wait till next year for that one, or 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 the next time we we put something like this together. For the record, Central uh, Michigan's in Mount Pleasant. It looks like Mount Pleasant. Apologies. Yes, we are Central Michigan crew. Um, Central Connecticut State. What are we doing? Yeah, it sounds like there's a little bit of there's. I don't know where they're in the interview process. Supposedly they are uh, further along in the interview process. What was I told? Uh, let's see if I can find it today. Uh, Zooms Monday and Tuesday. Now starting oh. to the progress. Not much on names though. It looks like they're actually moving forward, which is good. Okay. Okay. We've, heard, like the same, we've heard the same names. Um, for this, I don't think it's really changed. It's just now it's finally hopefully moving along. So hopefully we have some more scoop by uh, next week when we 
on this one. This one's kind of been lingering for a while. Okay, good deal. Um, anything new on the women's side? What do we got? What do we got on the women's side, Brian? Uh, UMass Lowell opened up today. Their their coach stepped down. Uh, we've had some hires. Katie Young Stout, the most the busiest person uh, in the spring, has basically filled helped help schools fill every job that's been open. It feels uh, like it. feels yeah. like shout out to Katie, board of directors for uh, DI Alliance Rising Coaches. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anything else on on the women's side or any other scoop you got for a small college? Uh, how do you pronounce the D two that opened? Chowin? Chowin? I don't know that Chowin? one. I know that. Uh, shout out to Chris Crutchfield, left being a Division two head coach to go be uh, the assistant at Oregon to fill Tony's Doublefield's position, and now that means East Central Oklahoma is a D two that's open. That um, yeah, challenging job in that league, but um, yeah, definitely an, an open D two job. There's not a lot of smaller college jobs that have really opened this offseason yet. There's been a lot of moving Division One, but D2 NAI has been pretty slow. Do you think there will be some more movement, or do you think it's just going to not be a whole lot of turnover there? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as much, but I think there are some guys that are um, getting moved up, like Crutchfield is, to uh, go to the next level. I think we had the Indiana State head coach was a D2 guy. Uh, he moved up as well. Uh, yep. I, don't know if, I don't know if his position has been filled, but – yeah, they they promoted from within. Yeah, we love those. Uh, there'll be ones like that. I just don't know if there's going to be a lot of turnover at those levels. Maybe it's a financial thing. Maybe they couldn't incur some of the same financial uh, response, uh, ownership of what is the word I'm looking for? Whatever it is, financial. Um, they couldn't carry the same load that the division ones could. Maybe I don't know, but there hasn't been very many open at that at the D two NAI level. Uh, D2 women's job that's open, Converse College in South Carolina um, is open. It'll be interesting to see. Can our girl, Heather Macy, is she interested? If she is, can she get involved? Can she get it? She's a no-brainer. The best the best out there. Um, I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Brian, is that all we got for today? This is all we got. Nothing new on Hutch. So Hutch, Hutch – Basketball, though, the NJCA tournament starts next week. So that's exciting on the men's side in Hudson, Kansas. And the women's, I think, starts the next week, too, in Lubbock. So shout out to the uh, Division One JUCO level uh, national tournament representatives. And I don't know exactly where D2 is, but, um, yeah, look forward to uh, – there's still basketball season going on. For those that have forgot, JUCO hoops – National tournament. Tune in. It'll all be live streamed. Tune in. Support coaches. If you aren't recruiting JUCO, then you're missing out. Uh, yeah, ooh. and and while Brian thinks about his, his predictions, I'm going to give a quick shout out to. We've got several members who are competing. Uh, Kyle Smith Peters, a rising coaches member, who's a head coach at John A. Logan. Uh, Joe Eatman is a member, the head coach at Shelton State. He's done a great job there. Uh, Matthew Scott at Ranger. Um, oh man, hold on. I don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah, so bear, bear with me because there's like two others. Um, oh, jo of course, Jordan Verholst at Chipola. They cut down some nets. He's been a member. Uh, and then Charlie Wilson, Charlie Wilson's war, the head coach at Indian River with the at the last at large bid of the field. Uh, Charlie's one of the most underrated coaches uh, in the country and has done nothing but win at a, at a, not the best job in Florida, 
uh, Indian River Community College. So, or State College, rather. Um, yeah. So, congrats yeah. to those five. You got a 14 seed. Not bad. Yeah. Well, they're really good. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, if you win 25 games in the state of Florida, like you're, oh, yeah. you're really good. You're doing something. Really um, okay. Brant wants some, some pre- predictions. What do you got? Uh, for, who do you got winning the, the Juco national championship? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't I gotta know. pull up the bracket here. Hold on. I'm going to pull yeah, the bracket. Let's pull it up. Because some of it's like the draw, right? Like that's. Yeah, middle, we got mineral area. Number one, overall seed. We got Northern. How about, how about can I give a quick shout out to Luke Strage? One of the best JUCO coaches to do it uh, at Mineral Area. Um, he's undefeated so far, isn't he? Has he lost? Impressive to do what they've done to be a number one overall seed in junior college at Mineral Area is unbelievable to think. And really to be number two at Northern Oklahoma Tonkwa, I've been there. Donnie Jackson's really, really good, but that's impressive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, hard to say. Hard to say a favorite on this uh, as far as like who's gonna win it because there's, it's it's a weird season. Obviously, we they started second semester. It's kind of all been compact, and uh, it might be as so. I think this NCAA tournament had the most upsets in NCAA tournament history. It was fourteen at one point, uh, kind of around that lead eight time. I don't know if there's any more, but I don't know that this will be any different. There may be more upsets in this tournament than there's ever been before. So. It'll be definitely must-see TV. I'm looking forward to uh, tuning into it. Okay, as I'm pulling up the bracket here, which hopefully pulls up, Brian, you'll have to let me know if this works or not. Are you seeing it? Ah, boom. Let's go. Okay. Um, I had to go to my man, Entrell Carlton's uh, Twitter page. Shout-out to Trail. If anybody needs a really good wing out there that that is just a winner, uh, go ahead and recruit him at Indian River State. But – um, also, thank you for posting the bracket because I knew where to find it quickly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as we we pull this up, I do want to. We did get some anonymous scoop from the hotline. Ooh, um, heard some rumblings about the Arizona staff keeping Jack Murphy and Jason Terry. Okay, will be interesting to see two two good coaches for sure, right there. Two Arizona alums too, and two Arizona guys, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, Okay, you, I'm gonna tell you right I now. I'm taking. I think there's some quick scoop on uh, East Tennessee staff as well. Um, oh, they announced the whole staff. Yes, uh, I think Patricia uh, Hayes yep. is over there. Yep. I forget who else. Again, uh, congrats to those guys. I wish them yep. the best. I, yep. It's hard for me to root for ETSU um, with what took place there. Um, yep. That's nothing against their coaching staff. It's it's against you know their state senators, their school president. Uh, I just think the way they handled themselves was pretty disturbing. Absolutely, um, but nonetheless, I'm not taking that out on their their staffs. We wish their men's and women's staffs the best. Yep. All right, I'm taking John A. Logan, man. That's who I'm taking to win this whole thing. I like you. Uh, I'm taking the field. No, no disrespect to uh, no. Don. You can't take the field. Yeah, it was Johnny Logan on the field. It's not Johnny Logan on the field. No, the four seed is not Johnny Logan on the field. You got to pick <laughs> the team you think is going to win it. People thought it was New Jersey Nets or the or Brooklyn Nets of the field for a little bit. <laughs> Who we got? You gonna go? I got, I got nothing. I wait till next week. With the, after they play, that's when you're going to predict. No, just after some time has gone by. Okay. All right. 
All right, Brian's trying to be politically correct. I thought we were hosting the show because neither one of us gave a fuck, but apparently Brian still does. So, uh, understood. No problem. Uh, my vote is for Chipola. Yeah, I haven't seen them this year, but uh, I know that they do a really good job. And Donnie Tindall's a beast, and Jordan's a beast. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Chipola. I'm going to go Chipola. Uh, John A. Logan in the championships. Uh, and I think, are they in the opposite sides of the bracket? I hope. Yep, they are. And I'm going to go with John A. Logan with a slight edge, uh, getting the win, squeaking it out in overtime. There, like you go. there you go. All right, guys. Uh, Brian, it's been fun as always. Yes, indeed. We'll back next Tuesday, noon, back to our normal time, noon Eastern. Um, and we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, yeah, again, just if you guys are looking, if your staff is looking to make a hire, uh, hit me up because we'll have some speed interviews with some great former players that are looking to transition into coaching uh, and would love to give those guys an opportunity. So um, thanks as always for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week.